0: Israel and the world, and the, world. And the, world. And the world and the world. Shalom beloved, I want to begin today's program by thanking all of you that are making financial sacrifices to the Lord through this ministry because of you. I'm able to broadcast today along with my beloved bride, Cynthia. And because of your financial support, beloved, that you're offering to the Lord through this ministry, lives are being touched all over the globe. Those of you that are financially supporting the ministry make it possible for those that may not be in a position to financially to support the ministry to still be blessed. Yes. Cynthia, my love, today we're going to continue our study in one of my favorite books in the Bible, The Song of Songs, called in Hebrew, Shir Hashirim.
1: Yes, and I'm excited. I, you're speaking today about the winds that come against us, the north winds, the south winds. And it's interesting that it's the winds. You know, the winds are the the, the challenges that we have, the times where we think, oh, things are going bad. But really, it's just the, the winds, the challenges that are producing a fragrance that will be offered up unto the Lord through our lives. That's how God transforms everything in us to His goodness and to His glory. So the winds, we often think that they're bad, but they're actually good because they're producing something inside of us. We're wrestling things out with the Lord and the fragrance of the love of God will come forth as we battle out with them all the way to the end.
0: As always, I'm very excited to get back into the Song of Songs with you. Go back and listen to all the earlier episodes because this work, this book, this song, it will transform your heart, I guarantee it. If you receive it, it will change you. There's an anointing on the Song of Songs that is unlike any other book in the written Word of God, old or new. Now I'm gonna jump right in without reviewing today. I'm going to the fourth chapter, and I'm going to the 16th verse. The Shulamite bride, who's a shadow of the church, is saying to King Solomon, who's a shadow of Jesus, she says this. She's actually calling out, she says, Awake, O north wind, and come, wind of the south. Make my garden breathe out fragrance. Let its spices be wafted abroad. May my beloved come into his garden and eat its choice fruits. I know that's a lot of words and I'm going right off the bat into talking about something and some of you it's like totally unfamiliar what I'm talking about and it may be hard for a few of you to get your head wrapped around what I just read. So let's go back to it again. I'm gonna go a little slower and I'm gonna give some commentary before we elaborate on it a bit more deeply. The Shulamite bride who's a shadow of you and I of the church is calling out to her lover So I want you to put yourself in this position. You and I, as the bride of Messiah, are calling out to Jesus and we're saying this, Awake, O north wind, and come, wind of the south. Make my garden breathe out fragrance. Let its spices be wafted abroad. May my beloved come into his garden and eat its choice fruits. So what in the world is going on here? What she is saying is this, whatever it takes for me to bring forth to you, my lover, King Jesus, the fullness of what you're after in me. See, the Bible says that you and I are God's inheritance. So there's something in us God wants. There's something in us that actually fills God up. That's why he sent his son to die for us, to marry us, because there's something about you and I in our love relationship with him that adds to his enjoyment. I mean, it's a mystery. God is complete and he needs nothing, yet somehow you and I bring an added dimension of fullness to him. That's why Jesus wept when Lazarus uh, died because he was moved by what was going on. That's why the angels in in heaven, as I said last time, they rejoice when a sinner repents. God is moved by us. He calls us his bride. What kind of bride could the church be to Jesus if the bride had no ability to move him? If the bride's affection for him didn't move his heart, didn't do anything for him, how could we really be a bride? But we're called the bride because we have free choice. We have a will. That's what's unique about us as human beings. We can think, we have awareness, and we can choose. So when you and I with the choice that God has given us. He's not making us choose him. He draws us to him and gives us the opportunity to choose him. So when you and I, out of our own volition, out of our own initiative, choose to love him, choose to put him first, it does something for him. And so the Chulamite bride, in choosing to love him, in choosing to love Yeshua, is saying, whatever it's going to take, Lord for the fullness of who you want me to be, for the fullness of all I can be to come forth, whatever it's gonna take, let it come. The good times and the bad times. This is the key that I want you to get before I read the verse again. If life always felt fantastic, if it always felt like you were being blessed and there were never any hard times, you could not become all that God is calling you to be. This is why the B'ri the New Testament, tells us that we should rejoice in our trials. Because going through the trials brings something out of us that will not be brought out of us without going through the trials. See, in the book of 2 Corinthians, Paul said this. He said, I'd have you know, brethren, that I am burdened excessively beyond strength, so that I despair, Paul said, even of life. So he was going through a tremendously difficult time that made living the next day hard. It was so hard for him because of all the challenges he was facing. But then he said, but this happens to me that I would learn to trust in God that raises the dead. So you see what I'm saying? Paul was facing what the Shulamite bride here calls the north winds. There's the south winds those are the winds that God breathes upon us that opens up our heart. For example, when we're in a worship service and the beautiful worship music is playing and our hands are raised and for some tears float through their, from their eyes because they're feeling the presence of God. Those are the south winds like being in Florida when the sun is shining and you just feel bathed in God's goodness. Those are the south winds, but the north winds are frigid and cold. It's like being in Minnesota in the middle of the winter. I lived in Minnesota for a while. I remember walking out my front door of the trailer that I was living in, Cynthia and I, in the middle of the winter, it was so cold that you literally felt you wanted to cry. It was such an assault on your flesh. And so once again, the Shulamite bride says here, Awake, O north wind, and come wind to the south. Make my garden breathe out fragrance let its spices be wafted abroad. In other words, she's saying, I know it's the combination of the north winds, the hard things that God brings me through in life, and the south winds, those times of refreshment that I experience when I feel God's love and his beauty and the caresses of his spirit. I know it's the combination of those two things that bring forth Unto the Lord the fullness of who I am, awake O North Wind, and come wind to the south, make my garden breathe out fragrance. And so I want to challenge you today to recognize that it's not God's purpose for you or I just, just to always have an experience as long as we're in this world where we always feel the sunshine. Remember Paul's experience that he related to us in the book of Corinthians? He said there was a messenger of Satan sent to torment him in the flesh. Notice Paul said, if you'll read that scripture uh, carefully, it was actually by divine design that this messenger of Satan was sent to Paul to bring torment to him. Paul said, I'd have you know that there was a messenger of Satan sent to me to torment me to torment my flesh, to buffet me, some translations uh, go in, uh, read in the flesh. And he said that it was so painful. He said it was going through such a time of pain because of this messenger of Satan that had been sent to him. And he said he cried out to the Lord about this. Lord, I'm hurting. Take this pain away. Lord, remove this from me. Paul said after praying about this for the third time, the Lord spoke back to him. And he said, Paul, My grace is going to be sufficient to get you through this time of pain. He said, my power, however, is going to be perfected in your weakness. So think about this. It was actually by divine design, first of all, this messenger of Satan came. Because Paul told us that because of the abundant of revelation that had been given to him, there was sent to him a messenger of Satan to torment him in the flesh. In other words... Paul had received such lofty revelation from the Lord that the natural tendency would have been for him to become puffed up in his own heart and mind. Remember Satan, he looked at himself, he saw how beautiful he was and what happened to him. He became puffed up and ended up falling out of heaven because of it. So because of God's love for Paul, the Lord sent him this messenger from the devil to keep him humble so that Paul said he wouldn't be puffed up. Paul said this messenger of Satan actually came, Paul said, to keep him from exalting himself. So do you understand the messenger of Satan was was actually a gift from God so that Paul would stay humble and so that God's power would be perfected in his servant as Paul had to walk through this trial clinging to his God. And so it was a north wind, but the Lord had a purpose in the north wind the Lord sent the north wind, and in addition to, Paul, to, to the Lord sending the north wind to Paul, the Lord said to Paul, and my power is going to be perfected in you as you cling to me through this trial. And Paul ended up saying about this time of testing from the devil, Paul said, I'm going to therefore boast in my weakness than in my strength, for the Lord's power is being perfected as I cling to him in my weakness. See, so do you get it now? Why the Shulamite bride, who's a symbol of you and I, wanted both the north winds and the south winds? Because she knew it was a combination of both that would cause her heart to fully open up so that the fullness of the fruit that God was birthing in her could come forth.
1: Shalom, it's Cynthia. It's so good to be here with you. Rabbi and I love your testimonies that you send into to us. They mean so much to us. They minister to our heart. I want to share one that ministered to me. It was Alice from Alabama. And she said, your message gives me so much hope in my times of despair. God has truly anointed you. I praise God for you every day. Now, what popped out at me when I read this was Previous to reading the testimony, I have been praying to the Lord for a word, just one word that he could give me that would give myself and his people strength in the times of despair and trouble that we face. And the word he gave me was hope, exactly the word that Alice used in her testimony. But when he spoke that word hope, I want you to go here with me. He spoke, I need you to seek and look for my hope. We need to seek and watch and be aware of all the hope of God that exists around us. So that means that even when we're in times of troubles, when we have troubles on this side and that side, and and we don't know which way to look, He says, look up, seek my face, and you will find me. Seek my hope that I'm giving you. Let him show you a little sign from himself today.
2: The purpose of discovering the Jewish Jesus is to evangelize and make disciples through the preaching of the gospel to Israel and the world. But this can only be accomplished through faithful partnership from viewers like you. If God is moving on your heart to become a monthly partner, call 800-777-7835 or visit rabbipartners.com. When you become a monthly partner, Rabbi would like to impart into your life with a very special gift, an authentic shofar made in Israel. The shofar proclaims Yeshua's return and announces the kingdom of God upon the earth. Begin your monthly partnership today.
0: Awake, O north wind, and come, wind of the south, make my garden breathe out fragrance. Again, she knew it was the combination of the good times, the times where she was feeling caressed by the Son of God's presence, as well as the hard times, the trials, even the attacks of the devil. She knew it was the combination of both that would make her garden breathe out fragrance. And then she continued, let my garden spices be wafted abroad. Let me read it one more time, we're gonna make progress. Awake, O north wind, and come, wind of the south, Make my garden breathe out fragrance. Let its spices be wafted abroad. May my beloved come into his garden and eat its choice fruits. So she wanted the fullness of all her potential to come forth. Why? So that Jesus could come and get enjoyment out of his fellowship with her, out of living in her, living through her, and out of his union with her. What a beautiful thing. You and I have been made for King Jesus. Let me ask, are you willing to surrender your life to him, to give him permission to bring into your life whatever is needed? The easy times like Clint Eastwood said, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, knowing that God is the architect of it all and he has a purpose in all of it. Are you willing to trust him enough And do you love him enough to say to him, like the Shulamite bride did, let the north winds come and let the south winds come so that I can become all that you're calling me to be so that you can enjoy to the fullest King Jesus living inside me, your garden. Are you willing to say yes to that? If so, why don't you just take a second and say, Jesus, I wanna be like the Shulamite bride. I wanna love you so much that I'm not shrinking back from pain. I'm not just seeking to feel good. I want whatever is gonna allow me to be your garden in the fullest sense. So say it with me. So Lord Jesus, Yeshua my Messiah, I give you permission to do with me as you see please. I'm willing to go through whatever is necessary for me to become all that I can be for you so that you can come and live inside me to the fullest sense of the word and gain all the fruit from me that's possible. That's what happened. Now, she gives himself to him so fully, notice what happens next. The beautiful Jesus responds to her. You see, when you and I give our life to the Lord so completely, like she just did, and like some of you just did when we got in agreement with her, God's gonna respond God's gonna respond to that type of love. God is not like a, you know, a machine in the sky that has no feelings. He will feel that love from you. That's what the book of Song of Songs is about, that God has feelings and he responds. So after she gives herself to him in this way, let's look what the next verse says, chapter five, verse one. Jesus speaks back to her. he says, I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered my myrrh along with my balsam. I've eaten my honey cone and my honey. I have drunk my wine and my milk. Eat friends and drink and imbibe deeply, O lovers. Jesus responded by coming to live inside her. And then Jesus responded others to come and take part of fellowshipping with her because in fellowshipping with her, they would now have fellowship with him because he was living in her and through her in such a deep way. So I know it's a lot. Let me simplify it for you once again. She gives herself to him, absolutely abandons herself to him. Take my life and let it be consecrated all to thee. Take my silver and my gold, not a mite would I I withhold. She gives herself completely. She doesn't shrink back from pain, from suffering. She abandons herself, whatever you want. I just want you to live in me and through me and gain as much as you can from my life. What happens next? The spirit responds. He dives in deep within her, and he says, I have come. I've come now. Now that you've given yourself to me and abandoned yourself to me so completely, I have come. I have come into my heart. I've come into your heart. I've come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered my myrrh. In other words, he's enjoying the fruit now. He's enjoying the fruit. The Holy Spirit comes when we set up a place for him to come, right? I mean, you can't pour water into a glass that's already full of water. She gave herself over completely so that her cup was open so that her glass, her container was open and available for him to pour it to, he came. And not only did he come, but he got enjoyment of this fellowship he was now having with her. I've come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered my myrrh along with my balsam. I have eaten my honeycomb, my honey. I have drunk my wine and my milk. And Jesus was living in her so completely now and so fully, he invited others to have fellowship with her because he knew that others now would partake of him through their fellowship with her because he was living through her so intimately and deeply. And so Yeshua says, eat friends, drink and imbibe deeply O oh, lovers, Now the course continues to shift in this divine love song where we read of a new phase of this divine journey. The Shulamite Bride moves forward and she's speaking now from a different realm and she says this, I was asleep. She had given herself complete to the Lord and now she has an encounter. Why? Because God responded to her plea to sell out. Something shifted, something changed. She went to sleep. Shortly thereafter, and listen what happened. I was asleep, but my heart was awake. A voice, my beloved, was knocking. Jesus has come to her, and he said to her, open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my perfect one, for my head is drenched with dew, my locks with the damp of the night. What's happening here? Jesus is coming to her, from the Garden of Gethsemane. The Garden of Gethsemane is where Jesus was weeping, where he sweat drops of blood, where he was being rejected, where he was about to be arrested and crucified. And Jesus is asking her to fellowship with him now in his rejection, in his persecution, and in his suffering. Jesus was asking her to stand alone with him and be rejected by the world. Open to me now, my sister. You've asked to give yourself to me completely. And now I'm asking you to open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is drenched with dew, my locks with the damp of the night. Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane at night, tears falling from his face, rejected from the world, about to be crucified. And now he was asking her to fellowship with him in his suffering. You and I also have been called, beloved, to identify and participate with Jesus in his suffering. In fact, Paul said he endeavored to fill up the sufferings of Christ in his own body. The book of Philippians tells us that you and I have been chosen and called not just to reign with him, but to share with him in his sufferings. And so I ask you once again, as we close this broadcast today, will you completely give yourself over to jesus and participate with him fully in his will for your life if you do yes you're going to suffer some rejection but more than that you're going to be blessed with a glory that's beyond anything that you can imagine right now you see jesus draws near to those that will draw near to him and the shulamite is an example of one that drew near to him And the end of her story is, beloved, she's baptized with the fire of the Holy Spirit, and that will be your portion as well as you surrender fully to Him. Beloved, if you've been watching Discovering the Jewish Jesus for a while, I hope you've noticed that when it comes to raising finances for the ministry so that we can continue to proclaim God's word around the world, I really strive to not manipulate and to be clean. So the truth is today that it cost us a lot of money to be able to broadcast on television, YouTube, and all the other media outlets that we're releasing God's word through, as well as the traveling that we do around the world. And I can't do it, beloved ones, without your continued help and financial support. This is the way God ordained it to be. John said in one of his letters that men that are preaching the truth are worthy of the support, the financial support of the church. So I wanna thank you for sending me out, and I also wanna encourage you, beloved, to know that when you support the gospel with your finances, there is a reward that will come back to you because everything that we sow into the kingdom comes back pressed down good measure and running over into our lap. Thank you for
2: your love and your financial support. Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com.
0: In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Yavah recheche Yahweh Yahweh Panavelle kha vi yawe Panavelle
1: authentic, straightforward, and uncompromising. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier.
2: If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. This concludes this series, Mysteries of the Song of Songs Season 5. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.